0: Hello beautiful people and you're listening to the Millennial Vis Scholar and today I'm going to be talking about Harriet the Movie. I will be giving you my um, reflections and sort of my thoughts on the film. But first of all, I just wanted to introduce Dr. Legarrett King, who I'm here with today, and I just wanted to find out some of his opinions and some of his thoughts on the movie Harriet. As, um, and I'll let him introduce himself. But um, I am currently at the University of Missouri, and he put on a screening for Harriet, which. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to see. I was really excited to see the movie, so I was really happy when he asked me to also attend the screening. Um, So I thought it'd be important to sort of get some of his reflections and sort of why he chose the film. Um, But first of all, can I please ask you to introduce yourself, what you do and some of your interests, and then let us know your thoughts on the film.
1: Yeah, thank you, Sharon. Uh, I'm Garrett King. I'm a professor, associate professor. I'm actually um, an adult professor here at the University of Missouri. Um, the Isabella Wade Lyda and Paul White Lida Professor of Education um, at the University of Missouri. I'm also uh, the founding director of uh, the Carter Center for K-12 Black History Education, uh, which is a research center dedicated to improving Black history education around the country. Um, also, it serves as, as a place where teachers can come for professional development. Each year, each summer, we have a um, teacher conference, uh, Teaching Black History Conference in July. Um, and this, this year is gonna be in Kansas City, Missouri, and our theme is Teaching Black Her Stories. So, um, which is dedicated, you know, you know, to learning about the histories of black women. So, uh, the Herod movie was perfect, right? So, the Herod movie, um, in terms of kind of the time and era, Right, here in the States we are commensurating uh, 400 years of African enslavement, uh, British uh, North American slavery. Of course uh, slavery was here uh, before with uh, the Spanish and everything, but um, 1619 is kind of our our date that we uh, commensurate um, enslavement, uh, British North American um, enslavement here. So this is the 400 year anniversary. All right, So you have a movie of Harriet. This is also the um the International Decade of African uh, Descended Descendant People from the United Nations. Uh, and then with with the conference we're having in 2020 teaching black her stories, Harriet is the per- perfect person to kind of deal with this notion of black women and their history, particularly the agency of black women. So, um so we got 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 this opportunity to um to have a screening of Harriet uh, from our small uh, theater here called Ragtime um, and Ragtag. And um, I put a panel together of uh, community members um, and also scholars from the University of Missouri to kind of talk about uh, the film, particularly with all the, all the controversy and polarization of Harriet uh, throughout uh, Twitter um and so we brought in a whole bunch of people we were sold out and you were part of Aww. part of that thing i had to sneak you in behind yep. or something like that
0: i loved it
1: <laughs> so we, we we were sold out and um had a wonderful uh panel afterwards that gave us some really really good stuff you know you know and really good information about the film. Mm-hmm. so yeah um in terms of my initial thoughts so so i'm thinking about um and um you know, I don't argue over social media.
0: No.
1: I don't I don't <laughs>
0: I'm still learning. I <laughs> promise you I'm still learning. <laughs> I
1: barely like argue in front of people or whatever the case may be. But um, there there was some you know, some some people that are very steadfast about kind of the, the truthfulness of, of 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 the movie okay. um and its um kind of depiction of black history and black life. Mm-hmm. Um and while I appreciate and understand and and maybe agree with uh many of the critiques, I think when we look at Harriet um and the movie of Harriet um first, we should never think of a Hollywood production as um you know the place where we learn history right? exactly um Although it can be a place where we can kind of understand nuances or mm-hmm. or um, certain subtleties of of um, history, but 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 it's not a place where we you know you know learn history. Particularly, it shouldn't be the primary place when we learn history. Maybe maybe a supplement, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for examples, um, so you know, expectations, of course, is kind of the uh, the child of misery, right? So yeah. so my expectations were really low in terms of. You know, the content, you know, you know, aspect of the movie. But I think the spirit of, of, of the movie. Rarely do we see black agency in that way, right? In the movies, rarely do we see black women as agents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't need to see violence all the time, right? Um, where the center of the movie was, um, you know, Herod being the conductor. I didn't see a white savior complex in uh, the movie in any way any way of fashion, Um, and despite the fact that many people were upset by uh, the black slave catcher uh, character um, and said that distorted, um, I guess, the truthfulness of Herod as well as kind of depicted a certain type of black life and black male-female relationship, Mm -hmm. um, I felt that throughout the movie... You saw very positive portrayals mm-hmm. of black female, black male mm-hmm. uh, relationships, the family ties together, and and yeah. and there were tons of black people and black men that helped her throughout her journey, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know if if that one instance really served as a place of saying, "Well, black men, and black women, you know, this yeah. blackness type type of deal was horrible." Um, and I think you brought this up in terms of kind of this notion. Of that character was complex, and we really wanted to kind of see more Mm -hmm. of the black slave uh, catchers' um, um, nuances, Mm -hmm. because you know, yeah. So they were, you know, probably some you know black people that served in those positions because it was a good paying position, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes, you know, we use prejudice thinking Mm -hmm. into this notion of that all black people were together, black people were this, black people were that, and. In many respects, you know, um, even yes. today, you know.
0: And uh, sorry to cut in, but I also no, no, think it was like um, this idea of it, it was slavery. People were trying to survive, right? <laughs> and the right. idea of the the madness over of the you know the black slave catcher. Whilst I understand it, I think people also need to understand that it was a act of survival. He was mm-hmm. also trying to survive, and whilst we might not agree with the character, there were people who were trying doing things that we wouldn't agree with in order to survive. And I think. That's some of the ideas we have about some black people today who right. serve in the police or who serve in mm, the army or who mm-hmm. serve in the government. Mm-hmm. Whilst you might not like their presence there, mm-hmm. um, everyone's trying to survive, you know, white supremacy almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I felt about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And, you know, and so so I, I, don't, I don't look too much into that. Yeah. Right? You know, I think people, you know, uh, Twitter and uh, social media sometimes the echo tra- uh, chamber, right? Mm-hmm. Someone says something, you know... Uh, you know, egregious, and then everyone else kind of, you know, tackles along mm-hmm. uh, when people haven't even seen the movie,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Which which I think is a little short-sighted, and, and people need to see the movie. If you really care mm-hmm. that much about it, see the movie and see what, um, and, you know, learn from yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then also, I believe, um, you know, I think for people who care as well, right, you use the movie as a learning tool, mm-hmm. and you enhance it, Right. You talk about the, you know, complexities of it and kind of move forward. You know, as an educator, that's one of my major goals is mm-hmm. to see something. You know, I study black history. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but my um, research centers on the teaching and learning of black history in schools and society. So here it is kind of perfect, you know, for my research interests mm-hmm. and for teachers and for educators. My thing is, let's watch the movie, let's dissect it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about, you know, kind of the racial elements of it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the gender, you know, intersectional, you yeah. know, relations to it. And then let's, let's tie it into uh, sources that we know exist that mm-hmm. can help us understand Harriet in more complex ways.
0: hmm so, yeah, that's, that was a really, uh, quite, I like the way you've articulated that and mm. sort of, especially with the backlash the film received before a lot of people had seen it. Um, I think it's quite interesting. I was speaking to my friend in the UK and she says that movie hasn't been advertised that mm. much in the UK. Okay. And I was thinking that's weird, but I've been over here for, I think, going on to 10 weeks now. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'd seen it advertised quite a lot and I was excited to see it. But I shared the same reservations at you as my expectations were low. And I think there's something to be said in the fact that we have low expectations Mm -hmm. of (laughs) films, black films that come out in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. especially slave narratives. Mm -hmm. And to tie that in with your research in in terms of um, wanting educators to understand black history, I think Harriet was really important Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. how I came to know about slavery and black history was in a history class in year 10, um, in the UK where we learned about slavery and the first film they showed us was Roots Mm, and very quite damaging Mm -hmm. and whilst people might have appreciated that Roots had certain lessons to teach them, Mm -hmm. the violence that we see in Roots for me was Mm -hmm. over the top and I think this is why my expectations of slavery narratives have been quite low Mm because I always expect this sort of focus on extreme violence to be Mm -hmm. the case. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes um, people feel like we are missing something in slave narratives and we don't focus on the violence. And I I felt like Harriet focused on more of the spirit of liberation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. previous slave films didn't have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It used the emotions that were felt in the film that I felt, I laughed, I cried whilst I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but love was also used mm-hmm. as an act of mm-hmm. resistance, mm-hmm. you know. And I also know people weren't happy with the fact that Harriet was depicted as having superpowers, okay. as okay. Twitter has called it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that she fainted and saw these visions. Mm-hmm. But visually, Hollywood also has to serve a purpose, right. you know. Right. 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 And whilst some people might have seen that as superpowers, I guess... one of the panel in the panel discussions one of the panelists um drew out that it was nice to see people talk about um afro christianity and talk Mm. about um how christianity was a form of resistance for Mm. slaves and i think often because we've we've attached this notion and you know christianity is a very colonial religion Mm -hmm. and we cannot escape the fact that it's been very much whitewashed Mm -hmm. to serve the benefits of white supremacy Mm -hmm. but to show um slaves belief in a higher being a higher mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. whether or not they were christian muslim or worshipped another deity mm-hmm. the fact that these beliefs sort of allowed them to embody their higher being and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. use what they were being told to get liberation and seek liberation mm-hmm. i think was a powerful message as well that i liked so yeah if i'd watched it and just saw the supernatural aspects, i was a bit kind of like uh, yeah. this can be problematic, but mm-hmm. I like you've been saying, it did serve a purpose to understand the spirit of slave, you know, liberation, but also the story of a black woman with agency. Right, right, um really. But before we finish, one thing I want to ask you is, what was, for you personally, did you not like what was missing? Because you've given quite a lovely answer about mm-hmm. how it doesn't yeah. need to serve mm-hmm. every purpose, but what would you have liked to see from the film or in future slave narratives?
1: You know, one one thing, and this kind of goes back to the violence aspect, mm-hmm. right? And you were talking about this notion of... Um, Black people and the visual aspects of black people getting beat, mm-hmm. right? And for the longest, right, like you kind of think about, well, what are the purpose, the uh, the purposes of slave movies? Um, is it really about teaching us the the uh, the history and the lessons of the past, or is it something about? You know, keeping black people in their place, mm. right? And and helping them understand that, hey, this is what you are. You know, Michael mm. Dumas from the University of California, um, you know, would say like, this is that sort of kind of anti-black racism mm. that we have because, in many respects, black people, um, you know, in the U.S. and globally, are still looked at as slaves, not necessarily someone that is, um, someone that is owned or legally. Rights enslaved, but mm-hmm. someone who is seen as dispossessed of agency. Right. Someone who cannot, um, look at this notion of, of uh, joy, that can't be joyous, can't be human, mm-hmm. right? So, so I think about that, and then I think about why don't we show the violence, right, against white people? Mm. And that's probably would be the thing that, in the movie, that um, you know is kind of perplexing Mm. because in many slave narratives do you really see kind of this notion of white people getting punished Mm -hmm. Mm. through violence Mm. for their actions Mm -hmm. right
0: yeah
1: um and i'm trying to remember have have you seen on film Mm. that and i'm not sure I might be wrong. Mm. So when Harriet, towards the end, spoiler alert for those that haven't watched it, watch (laughs) the There's a lot of spoilers. Right, you know, but, um, you know, Harriet had a chance to, I guess, uh, revenge or Mm -hmm. kill, um, you know, someone who owned her, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, for all her life. And Mm -hmm. she chose the higher ground right mm. you know and didn't do it and you know said this lovely you know
0: yeah. you know <laughs> society will come back and get yeah, you yeah, yeah this
1: is gonna be guys gonna take care <laughs> of you etc etc yeah. and then sometimes you just want to see boom right
0: it's, honestly that's how i felt about right, it right. yeah i you think know? dr ashley woodson who was yeah. um hosting the panel discussion touched on this mm-hmm. and i sort of i my sentiments was sort of her you know where she stood on this because I sort of wanted her to kill him Mm -hmm, at -hmm. the end because I was like, I'm tired of us always taking the higher ground. Especially like, not to say I want every black person to arm themselves and go and kill every Mm -hmm, white person mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. see. That's not what I'm saying. But in something that's a visual representation, I also think it's important to visually represent us killing white supremacy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. and the fact that She gave him a pass at the end and said, oh, you can hear the screams Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. people dying here. Because it's that notion that, Mm -hmm. yeah, the North would win the civil war. And even then I was like, regardless of the North winning the civil war, white supremacy did not end with Mm -hmm. the civil Mm -hmm. war. You know, I wish there was this sort of visual representation of killing white supremacy and that ending lacked that sort of death of white supremacy for me like when we're talking about the slave catcher Mm -hmm. the killing of the slave catcher for me showed this killing of this idea of the coon Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know not to say that i want to kill people who might be considered quote unquote the coon but this idea that people are even called a coon for Mm -hmm. just trying to survive you Mm -hmm. know and that was again probably what i didn't like the black slave catcher who was just serving a purpose the same way, even a lot less than this white slave owner was serving, mm. but he got killed, and white supremacy still lives on I think right, it's quite right. it's quite symbolic of the times we live in post four hundred years of you know yeah. slavery, so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so um i i I want your listeners to be very clear, right mm. we're not talking about black people killing white people, no right, so we're definitely not talking about that. What we're talking about is that the imagery mm-hmm. these movies say things about what we feel in our society exactly. and we feel that black people should never be angry even when mm. they have been done
0: wrong. Well, exactly, you know what I'm saying yeah
1: right 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 and and I think that's that type of Message that mm. we always get, like even in 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 our school curriculum here in the U.S., it's like mm. when we learn about civil rights and black people fighting for you know th- their rights to be human. There's always this notion of well, black people should th- um, black people should fight in nonviolent ways mm. because nonviolence is the way to achieve equality. Mm particularly in U.S. history, right, Mm -hmm. let's take, you know, the connection between the U.S. and, um, Britain, right, Mm -hmm. it's like, no one told the American colonists to, um, to uh, uh, be non violent with King George of uh, England. It's, it's true. Right. You know it's what I'm saying? True, like yeah. uh, you know, the Boston Tea Party was mm, violent. It was
0: violent. Right. Yeah. The
1: American Revolution was yeah. violent, right? They felt they had to fight for their freedom.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah.
1: In 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 violent ways. Mm. And in the US if you look at all the wars and transgressions that the u s has always um you know uh, played a part in, it was always for this notion of freedom mm. right so those particular attitudes and messages are sent throughout you know like holistically through u s history but when it deals with black and brown people,
0: what criminals. <laughs>
1: those messages of <laughs> violence is saying no yeah. you can't be violent for freedom no, yeah, but everyone exactly. else can be violent for freedom but you can't mm. be violent for freedom and that's what we're talking about in this movie in terms of like oh man we missed the opportunity mm. for people to be human mm. because what white people would do it
0: And and you know what? that's really interesting because I guess if we bring this to the present I think Mm. one way to relate that to is when we look at protests um, and Mm -hmm. riots and for the longest time I know in American history and you Mm -hmm. know also recently in the UK protests and riots have been symbolized as being especially when it involves black people Mm -hmm. people of color as being all just ridiculous just Mm -hmm. chaos Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. why would they ruin their own communities and i've done research talks with fellow black students who have actually said to me oh the riots in ferguson i saw as being really stupid Mm -hmm. why would they ruin their own communities Mm -hmm. but then when we look at for example one of the things we had in the uk was um Extinction Rebellion—they're mm-hmm. a group who are protesting climate change, and some of their protesters has also been quite. Um, it has stopped people from moving around, but again, they have not been conceptualized as being, you know, criminals or chaotic in nature, as ruining exactly. their own communities. Exactly. Whereas when Black people do it, we're ruining. Where we live, and we're just causing trouble, whereas mm-hmm. when white people do it, they're just passionate right. it's for right. a cause, you right. know exactly. again, it's like if we talk about a different type of violence we now we now see where it's not so much physical mm-hmm. violence in you know what we had with the American Revolution or mm-hmm. you know with the protests of the past, mm-hmm. it's sort of like the violence we see is now shows itself in sort of people's anger you know mm-hmm. this emotional um violence that we speak of again, which is afforded to white members of <laughs> society but not. You know, people of color.
1: So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you know. I think was kind of missing, or that that I really want to see. But I get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Again,
1: low expectations, mm. right? I'm not upset about it. I'm not, you know, you know, trying to do a a, a ban Harriet movie. <laughs> you know, you know, hashtag. protest hashtag, exactly. or whatever the case would be. Yeah. I understand why it wasn't done, mm-hmm. right? But you know. There are some certain messages that people need to really understand when they begin to start looking at these historical films dealing with Black folk.
0: That's great. Thank you so much for giving us your reflection, your insight, and it was lovely to have a conversation with you about Harriet. Um, it would have been interesting to see you on the panel <laughs> to reflect this, but I'm glad that I got the opportunity to talk to you about it anyway. So, thank you so much for being with us here, Dr. Lagaret King. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Millennial Vis Scholar. Bye.